Welcome to Soundings Podcast. I'm Dudley Evanson, and for more than four decades, my husband Dean Evanson and I have created music and media that supports people and the planet. In our Soundings Podcast, we'll be sharing interviews with wisdom keepers we have met in the course of our life journey. To learn more about our activities and releases, please visit our website and blog at soundings.com. In this series, you will hear interviews from our Sonic Healing Meet the Masters video course. This podcast is from Session 3, Rhythms for Health, featuring our conversation with Christine Stevens. She holds master's degrees in both social work and music therapy and is author of Music Medicine, The Healing Drum Kit, and The Art and Heart of Drum Circles. As a consultant to the Remo Drums program, Health Rhythms, and through her organization, Upbeat Drum Circles, Christine has facilitated drum groups internationally, working with Fortune 500 companies, survivors of Katrina, and students at Ground Zero. More recently, she facilitated drum workshops in northern Iraq, bringing together groups long considered to be enemies in a spirit of harmony and cooperation. Enjoy. I'm Christine Stevens. I'm a board-certified music therapist and a master's level social worker. So I call myself an over-educated drummer. Um, Basically, uh, about 12 years ago, I founded a company I call Upbeat Drum Circles. We do drum circles for healing, for music therapy, for training healthcare professionals, and also for corporations. Um, primarily, our goal is enlivening people in body, mind, and spirit through rhythm. I've also worked for five years at Remo Drum Company, the world's largest drum company. They're based in Valencia, California. And in that capacity, I was the director of their new market development related to health rhythms which is their medical program using drumming. So how, do, um, how does health rhythms and the work that you're doing um, increase uh, people's health? Great question. The interesting thing about drumming is that everyone can do it. You know, it's as simple as when I usually say to people, I'm testing your rhythmical reflex. People usually go, bum, bum. It's just natural. And it doesn't take a lot of effort or work to know how to do this. So what I'm really excited about is that drumming is accessible. There are some health-promoting strategies out there that are not um, possible for every person. Um, So we're really looking for what can grab everyone's participation. One of the key elements of health is participation. You have to take an active role in your own health and well-being. We're trying to move away from the idea of the pill fixing me and the things that are costly. You know, we're living in a medical crisis right now. The cost of healthcare, the cost of prescription drugs, all of this can be prevented. Um, What we found in our research, and this was a study initially done and published in 2001 in the Journal of Alternative Medicine, and it was done by Dr. Barry Bittman, who's a neurologist, and he heads up the um, Meadville Medical Center. And he basically went to a drum circle at a medical conference and he was powerfully moved by it. And he was inspired to study it. And what we found, and we tested five different types of drumming, drum circle, we also tested shamanic drumming, we tested what we called impact drumming, we tested a listening condition, a control group. Um, What we found is that it took a specific protocol of steps that led people to comfortably play the drum because when they had performance anxiety, it actually suppresses the immune system. So the key was having a protocol that's empowering and builds group support. The result was phenomenal. 
it was the first time we were able to show biological improvement in the immune system on a cellular level. So cellular biology was changed by one hour of group drumming according to the Health Rhythms Protocol. One of the important results from that study was, and we took blood samples pre and post one hour of group drumming according to our protocol, and what was really interesting was that natural killer cell activity, NK cells, which are circulating white blood cells that seek out and destroy cancer and virus cells, significantly increased in the participants who drummed in the protocol compared to the listening and control group. So this was pretty exciting because NK cell activity is a very deep biological marker of reversing the stress response, boosting the immune system. We all need it. We all need to strengthen our immune system. Um, what we found in the protocol was that the key was integrating other health-promoting strategies, not just drumming. You know, what's powerful about this kind of work is it's not about the drum. It's a tool to have an outcome. So when we wove together visualization, exercise, you know, it's a physical activity when you drum. We wove in spirituality, group support, humor. We found it was very important to help people laugh at themselves and for us as facilitators to laugh at ourselves first, to put them at ease. Um, those kind of health promoting strategies are part of the composite element of that protocol using drumming. Well, I like to say that I work with a lot of very um, difficult clients, including corporations. <laughs> um, not just drug and alcohol patients and resistant clients. I used to work in foster care, and I I've really been in the trenches of music therapy in my life for 15 years. And what's exciting to me now is to go into the field of wellness. And wellness is defined as an active pursuit of health. And so this is more than relieving symptoms. This is about preventive medicine. This is about daily practices that reduce stress before things get out of hand that we need to go to the hospital and have a tragic situation. In corporate America, it's specifically about team building, communication, and bonding. We find that right now there's a very diverse workforce. We have young people from the Generation Y working with older people, baby boomers are retiring, and we even have diverse language differences. Well, this is a language, you know, that everyone speaks. Everybody's heartbeat rhythm, we can all play that together. It's a language that everyone speaks. So when we go into corporations, we use similar things as in hospital settings. You know, we want to loosen people up, have icebreakers, bring them to be able to communicate with their drum. We do games like call and response, where I play something and the whole group echoes it back to me. And so in that situation, you're listening, following, there's leadership. All the activities that corporations are trying to achieve in their teams can be practiced through the drums. And what I find is that people begin, they come into the drum circle, especially in corporations, and we all might have a stereotype of how, how resistant people can be to this. You know, they're kind of like sitting like this. This is going to be stupid. Basically, no one wants to make a fool of themselves. And so we, after the hour, what happens is people are transformed, transcending that barrier of, oh, I don't have rhythm, I'm not musical. They find that everyone has a beat. And they've come together as a group. And they leave energized, enlivened, and connected without words, looking at each other, remembering the rhythms that they've played. And what we were excited about was in our research, we showed that it has a lasting result. In fact, 62% of improvement in mood on the POMS profile of mood states was achieved through the one-hour group drumming session six weeks consecutively. 
in a corporation, which was a long-term care setting. We were also able to show that it reduced burnout. Now that's a very costly issue to corporations. So when now what we're bringing in is that there's a cost-effective element of drumming. There's a cost-effective element of sound healing in general. It is a small investment considering the, the fabulous results you get. And lastly, we were able to show with an economic reviewer that the drum program saved $89,000 annually based on a 100-bed hospital because of employee retention and reducing turnover. So what I think is really significant is not only is this an activity that people can use as a group team building um, and also clearly support and group bonding is a key element of healing, but also individually. And I've been really interested in looking at empowering people to use the drum, not as practicing music, but to reverse that as a musical practice. So every day I actually start my day drumming. And I'll play one of the rhythms from the healing drum kit, or I'll just play the heartbeat rhythm. And I put together three elements. One is intention, which is very important in healing outcomes. Second is the posture or position of holding the drum. And third is the rhythm I play. So the heartbeat rhythm, I hold the drum so that the vibration is coming towards my heart. And I might drum the heartbeat rhythm and make an intention that all day I'm gonna to listen to my heart today. And what I found in my focus group research is it takes four minutes for people to fall into rhythm. You see, a lot of times we give up. After a minute or two, I can't play the beat. We have to wait and feel it and fall in. And so I play for a minimum of four minutes with intention, with a conscious holding of my drum to match that intention, and with a rhythm that begins with a heartbeat and then expands to something more like what I'm feeling. And come back to a closing. And I do that in groups as well, but I think it's also a very valuable personal way of staying in rhythm, in harmony, throughout the day. Much like meditation, this is an active form of meditation. And people can do it. Even hyper children, ADHD clients, fall into the rhythm. People that have Alzheimer's fall into the rhythm. This drum, the tool of rhythm, is something that is contagious. You know, we can't close our ears. We, have, we, we receive it and we are inspired to participate. Well, I think that most recently, um, I'm, I've been to many disaster situations with drumming, Columbine High School, Ground Zero. Um, also, most recently, New Orleans, where I stayed in the FEMA trailer park in St. Bernard Parish for seven days. And I felt like an on-call music therapist. I really had no idea what to expect when I went there. What I found was in just walking around with my drum, my guitar, and my flute, um, making an offering to people, can I play something that would cheer you up today? Can I help in any way? Or I would play my guitar and I'd hand them a drum and say, play along if you choose. Um, it's very powerful to engage participation. You know, listening to music feels great, but when we're talking about the healing benefits, what we found in our studies is it really requires participation. So what I found in New Orleans that was really amazing was one young boy who was 11 years old really loved the drums. 
You know, and here's a kid who's totally relocated from his home environment. They're living in a trailer. They go to school. There's not even classrooms yet. They're just sitting in these desks, this makeshift kind of situation in a gym. And I went to his school with him. And we drummed together with the other students at the school. And the teacher said it was the first time they had seen kids smiling. And I thought it also impacted the teachers. It gave them energy that they, it restored something. And so when I, when I tell people about that experience in New Orleans, I say, like building and, re, and rebuilding with construction, music rebuilds the soul. It really does. And it restores relationships. So later that evening, that young man, who's 11 years old, dragged his parents to the drum circle in the trailer park. And his father said, I'll just come and see what you're doing. And he stayed for an hour. And he didn't want to stop. And he, he had the drum like this, and he was, he was having a blast. And he said, wow, it's the fastest hour that's ever gone by. I feel like I'm just waiting for the day to get out of this trailer park. And that time just went by. So I think that those are the elements of how this can work for prisons, gangs, all kind of applications where we know that people are out of connection with their soul and with one another in a healthy way. It restores right relationship. When you give people a drum, you hand them their power. You empower them to make a choice. What do I choose to play? What's the sound that is me? It seems like a mask. You know, people think they're hiding behind their drum, but it's incredibly revealing of how we are feeling. One of the techniques we use in health rhythms is we ask a question and we ask people to answer on the drum. So we might ask, how do you feel about this one year anniversary of Katrina coming up? And people would answer on their drum. And one woman did this. She held her drum like a child and she played. And she said it represented wanting to give security to her children. And what she felt was really hard about the anniversary was she could see the impact in her children's behavior. We saw a lot of regression, you know, bedwetting and sucking of thumbs and things like that. And she said, I just wanted to give them a sense of security. And this is what she played. When it comes to treating cancer patients or medical patients, I think it's very important that the individual doing the treatment be some kind of a certified therapist. You know, there's no such thing as a drum therapist, essentially. Um, but people like myself who have a background in music therapy or they have a background in social work or nursing, some of these kind of things, or if you're a musician, team up with a healthcare professional. Um, so what we found when we worked with Bernie Siegel and Dr. Bittman's group, Exceptional Cancer Patients, ECAP, when we took it to the retreats, we used the drumming for couples because it was either couples or family members. So someone will come in for cancer treatment and they bring their spouse or their care, care supporter, you might say, their supporter. So we would have, actually have the drum between them and they would play together. And the goal was to build support and empathy and that unspoken ability to say, I'm here with you in this rhythm. And we also ask people those questions, how do you feel about your cancer? Say something about your cancer that you haven't said yet on your drum. So it's also for self-expression. Basically, what we find across the board in medical settings is that there's seven key health-promoting strategies that are woven into the drum circle in terms of the health rhythms protocol. The first thing is exercise, it's physical. Second thing is spirituality. The third thing is camaraderie and support. And that's really important because sometimes our experiences of music are not supportive. 
So we're support in a supportive environment. Fourthly is, is um, self-expression. So it's not about you learning a specific drum beat from a piece of paper or counting one e and a two e and a three e and or going like this, which I can never really do very well. It's about your soul's expression on the drum. And fifth, it's also about music making. You know, we found in our research that music making does boost the immune system. Now, we were looking for ways to empower people to be part of music. It's very hard to take people who've never played an instrument before and hand them violins and ask them to participate. The drum is so basic and primal. Um, and another thing that actually really creates some of the healing applications of drumming is that when we take people and we ask them to drum, we're creating an, a relaxation experience. Um, and number seven is stress reduction. As we found in our research, on a biological level, this reduces stress. You take patients who are facing cancer or pretty much any medical condition today, the number one concern is feeling like they're not in control. When you hand someone a drum, it's their choice, what they do, how they play. So you're empowering them to make a choice. And the number two thing that is healing in all the research is a sense of support. And that's why I think the drumming is so, so powerful in reducing some of the symptoms and empowering people to have their best possible outcome of their treatment in cancer. We believe in integrative medicine. This is not a standalone cure. This is something that is woven into a protocol of other health-promoting strategies, healing strategies for therapy for people facing health challenges. Well, I consider myself a very fortunate messenger of something that is really old. It's interesting that we now finally, since 2001, have medical biological research documenting the power of drumming. But when you think about it, this is something that the ancestors knew and practiced. Since, as Mickey Hart says in um, his books, probably 40,000 years ago, you know, people were drumming or they were using rattles and shakers. And this is probably one of the oldest instruments known to humanity. It's so multicultural. That, and I have traveled to Japan, Brazil, Hong Kong, Taiwan. I've been to South Africa, Namibia. And what I find in all the places that I go, and even here in our you know, United States where we have the, the American Indians, is that the drum is a tradition across different places. So when I, go to, when I went to Africa, I could speak to people. They really understood me when I played drum with them. It's an international passport, this instrument. And because it has such roots, I really do think that the drum is being called into our consciousness today to reconnect us. It is the world's language. And I believe we need to start speaking to each other more from the heart. Peace through music. Um, people often ask me, what's a healing rhythm? We can certainly know that certain parameters of tempo match heartbeat parameters. And because what we know with entrainment is that we generally start to entrain with a rhythm, maybe even on a biological level, to where the heartbeat may be changing because of that rhythm. Externally, we connect to that rhythm. However, I would say that the number one rhythm that I find always relaxes people is the heartbeat. Well, entrainment is defined as synchronization of two different oscillators. It is the coming together of two rhythms. And it really is from Kristen Hugen's studies in 1635 looking at pendulums. And over time, pendulums synchronized. Now we see lots of examples of physiological entrainment. Women who are working together 
for a long period of time, their menstrual cycles actually will sometimes synchronize. Um, we see synchronization when people are walking, geese flying, there's a lot of examples of it. When it comes to rhythm, it is that a strong rhythm, we will just fall into it. We will follow the beat easily. The only thing that blocks entrainment is too much thinking. That is why drumming gets us out of our mind and into our heart. So, you know, the number one place that people make music is in their car. <laughs> the number one place that people make music is in their car and in their shower. You know, th these two places. Um, certainly what I find is people love playing their dashboard drumming. And when I'm on the airplane, I will see people unconsciously, I call it creativity, they're unconsciously creative music makers. You know, they're just tapping. They don't know it, but they're like, they're waiting in a line and they're tapping a beat. So when you really think about it, the body is the first rhythmical instrument we all have. We are instruments. We are walking, talking, ticking, talking polyrhythms. We are. And so what's great about rhythm is you don't really need anything to do it. I mean, if you just become conscious of it, you already are. You know, some of the greatest instruments from the aboriginals in Australia is these sticks that they hit on the ground and the clap with. So I think that everyone should own a drum. I really do. I would like to see, like Babatunde Olatunji said, every home, a drum in every home. Then we will see a change in America. We'll see a change in the world. A lot of places in the world, they do already have a drum in every home. <laughs> but here, we would like to have that goal. This is a wisdom that has been known for centuries. And we're just being able to remember it today. So I don't, I don't feel at all that I'm part of some new idea. I'm really lucky to be part of a tradition that is so ancient and would be referred to as drum medicine. This is really medicine in many indigenous perspectives. I study with Lakota teachers and doing ceremonies with them with the drum there's such a reverence to the drum and they really deeply see the meaning that this is a circle, this is a hoop, this is the sacred hoop of life. You know, and that as Arthur Hall says, the drum is like us. It's a skin stretched over a shell. <laughs> and so I think that as we have our heart beating, as we drum, as we connect to the rhythm, that can unite all people. We'll begin to really heal not only ourselves but our diverse population of the world and our planet. I'm a music therapist and um, master's level social worker. And so that is our Health Rhythms team and Alyssa Janney, who's the manager at Remo Drum Company. It's visionary that a drum company wanted to fund this kind of research. And the interesting reason is Remo Belly, who's the owner of Remo Drum Company, his wife is Dr. Ami Belly, and she's a holistic doctor. So he's been homeschooled all his life and it gave him an interest in documenting why drums work. And so that's really what caused health rhythms and the research to happen. And now it's a training program and we've had four studies published in peer-reviewed medical journals to date. Thank you for listening to our Soundings podcast. We hope you've enjoyed this program. To learn more about our music, guided meditations and videos, please visit our website and blog at soundings.com. Peace through music blessings.